Good evening, everyone. Um, Pastor Pat's asked me to uh, share some of this stuff for probably a year. I've been super busy with work and everything, so uh, I'm unemployed now, so I have some time. Um, yeah. Amen, right, Rachel? Uh, <laughs> um, so um, I'm glad to be here tonight. Uh, I love the Lord, and uh, I'm glad I could be amongst family uh, here, speaking in front of you guys. Uh, I told Pastor Pat I'd rather jump out of an airplane, and uh, I'm more comfortable doing that, and that's that's the truth. Um, he also said, don't be too fast, so I'm going to wing it a little bit. I'm a teleprompter guy, so if I start reading off a list of uh, groceries, Something in my notes, Rachel stuck in there and got lost. So tell me to stop and go. <laughs> You're reading the wrong thing. Um, so Rachel and I went uh, went away for a little while, and uh, we um, we went to a planetarium. One of the things we went to that's kind of dorky, right? But she's a science uh, person, so uh, even though it was my idea, um, the whole thing was in Portuguese. Somebody actually. Uh, narrates. Uh, I don't know if ever, anyone's been to a planetarium before, but uh, it's amazing, and it uh, puts uh, things in perspective how how uh, big our God is, and uh, that He created uh, the universe, everything in it, and uh, He's outside of it, which is amazing, outside of time and space, and uh, He controls everything. Uh, there are no mistakes, uh, and. Uh, it's uh, pretty amazing. One of the verses, uh, one of my favorite uh, portions of scripture is Psalm 19. And uh, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament sheweth his handiwork. Day unto day utter speech, and night unto night sheweth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out throughout, uh, through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. Um, I love that it says uh, there's no speech nor language where their voice is not uh, heard. Um, while that guy was uh, narrating in Portuguese, um, no matter what language you uh, were hearing it in, you could st- what was being uh, told to you by God's creation in the uh, planetarium was, uh, you know, it's plain to everybody. Uh, it's breath, absolutely breathtaking. And uh, But I'm going to talk tonight about running a race. And um, that's kind of, that's, uh, I'm going to share uh, something about some races I did last year. But I'm going to get to my notes so I don't get lost. So uh, first I'm going to pray. Um, Lord, thank you so much for today. Uh, thank you for keeping me safe at work, and thank you. Oh, I just said I was unemployed, but um, thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Thank you for saving my soul, Lord. Uh, thank you that I know where I'm going when I die. It's a, a comfort that um, only some people share, Lord, and uh, it's an absolutely amazing thing, Lord. Thank you so much. Um, I pray you bless this time. Help us. Uh, to be encouraged through your word, and I praise in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Um, so, 
start off by saying, I, so I was handing out uh, tracks out at the Staten Island Ferry one day, uh, a long time ago when I lived on Staten Island um, after work, and I was waiting, waiting to get on the ferry, uh, and a person um, said, I don't like the Bible, there are too many similes, and I thought to myself, that's funny, that's why I love the Bible. Uh, I'm a picture book guy. I have dyslexia and had a terrible time learning to read as a child and still can't spell to save my life. Uh, it's sad when spell check doesn't know what you're talking about. Um, a picture is worth a thousand words, they say, and God's word paints a lot of pictures. So the way I figure uh, it, every picture I use to make a point is a thousand words I don't have to try and spell. So um, as many of you may know, I ran... Uh, in an ultra-marathon series last year, and I wanted to share a few spiritual applications I learned along the way, and um, hopefully will encourage uh, you guys. Uh, for some background, uh, in case you didn't know, I feel like that's all I was talking about last year, but uh, I ran six races from 30 miles to 100 miles. Um, from the time I got off the couch, uh, 30 pounds heavier. The last race I ran, um, to, the, to the last race I ran, over 1,600 miles with over 250,000 feet of elevation gain and loss over a 12-month period. Um, for reference, that's the equivalent of running up uh, and down Everest eight times or running up the Freedom Tower 140 times. Um, I ran in the rain, in the snow, in below freezing temperatures and mostly uh, in the forest in the middle of the night. I made sure I ate right and got plenty of rest. I also lost my toenails. Uh, now you might be asking yourself, why would anyone do that to themselves? Well, because of a goal. Uh, mine was to win a cool trophy of a bear, uh, lose weight and challenge myself. And just like these races, this physical life has a definitive start and end to it. Um, Hebrews 9.27, it says, As it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Um, death is a sure thing. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you never know when this life will end. Um, James 4.14 says, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Um, thank God, as a Christian, the end of this physical life is just the beginning. When a person asks the Lord to save their soul and becomes a Christian, death has lost uh, its sting. Um, now some might have you believe once you get saved, the struggles of life disappear. In my experience, it's the opposite. Uh, now instead of going with the flow, you're trying to swim up, uh, upstream against the current. Um, thankfully, we have the one who created the universe as a loving father to help guide and go through the rest of uh, this life with us. Um, even so, we want this Christian life to be like walking on a fancy treadmill. Uh, you've all seen them in the, in the gym. Um, you have your uh, spot for your little water bottle, uh, snacks, a TV, the AC going, right? Um, and, uh, and nothing to trip on, right? Um, however, the reality is our walk is more like the races I participated in. Um, they're held in the mountains on hiking trails, and the races, uh, and the races are often, um, they often start in the dark and uh, are ran throughout the night. Um, this means steep ascents, steep descents, uh, rocks, roots, and leaves uh, that, hide, that hide them. 
um, snow, ice, mud, rain, uh, water crossings, bugs, blisters, and bears. Um, if you guys would turn to 1 Corinthians 9. First Corinthians nine. So twenty-four and twenty-five. Now you know that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown but we are incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest by any means, when I have preached others, I myself should be a castaway. So uh, maybe you never thought of yourself as a runner, um, but you better get your uh, headbands and uh, short shorts out because that's who we should be like. Uh, we have a job to do and a race to win. Our goal as a Christian is to reach the end of this life and hear the Lord say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. When a goal has enough significance and value to a person, uh, nothing will stop them. So now we have our, uh, ourselves a goal. Without a goal, uh, as soon as the path gets difficult, we'll lose the desire to continue. Um, goals in general are a good thing to have. They keep you from being lazy, help you keep your priorities in order, and keep uh, you focused and productive. Um, if we turn to Isaiah 50. Verses 6 through 7. Um, says, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting, for the Lord God will help me, therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. The Lord Jesus Christ was a perfect example. As he set his face as a flint, nothing was going to stop him from accomplishing his goal. So it's said that the secret, uh, the secret of success is uh, doing common things uncommonly well. If we want to be seen as good and faithful servants and not be ashamed before Matt is coming, we need to do common things uncommonly well. Uh, so some of these things should uh, be common or ordinary for a Christian. Um, uh, they are reading and prayer. Uh, that's how we walk with the Lord. Each step, read, pray, read, pray. Recall his promises, pray. Meditate on, on a verse, pray. Um, so let's look at three things uh, that are fundamental to completing an ultramarathon that equally apply to successfully accomplishing our goal as a Christian. Um, you need a pencil, a path, and provisions. Petzl's the headline. Uh, so let's turn to God's Word, Psalm 119, 105. Psalm 119, 105. 
Everyone knows this verse, uh, Psalm 119, 105. The word, the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So if you've ever been in the forest at night, you may have an idea how dark it can get without a flashlight. And for running a long race or even in training, a headlamp is critical. You literally can't see your hand in front of your face um, out there in the woods. When I would run uh, alone at night, I would carry two lights with me uh, and extra batteries. Um, just before one would run out, um, out of power, you would turn the other one on so you could replace the batteries uh, without dropping them. Um, there's no way to see what you're doing, and if you drop the batteries, uh, you would never find it and would have to wait for day, day to break to continue on. Um, and, you, and you could imagine attempting to run down a mountain trail in the dark. It's a good way to break your neck. Uh, and you'd be lost in a minute, even if you didn't fall. So the same goes for a Christian. Without the light of God's word, there's no chance you'll go the right way. At best, you'll make no further progress. Uh, and, the, and at worst, you'll get, uh, get hurt. Um, one of the best things about running in a race, uh, opposed to training by yourself, is there are other people with you. Um, I train for all the races alone. Um, for, for some odd reason, it's hard to find someone to run uh, in the woods with you for five hours at 3 a.m. <laughs> On a few of the shorter uh, races, I went without a headlamp um, and just mooched the light from other runners. So I didn't have to deal with the inconvenience of carrying the extra weight of a headlamp. Um, I just stayed as close as possible. I was able to keep going down the right path because they had the light. And I knew that they could see and were able to go the right way. Um, in Hebrews 10.25 it says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So don't be a loner. Stay close to the brethren. Stay in fellowship. So even when you're in uh, a valley and don't want to go on, they can motivate you to keep pushing on and help you to stay on the right path. Um, you turn to Psalm 119, 130. That should be right there. So Psalm 119, 130. Uh, the entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Now even if you can see with your biblical head, headlamp, you still have to follow the directions. So five out of the six races I ran, I, went, I uh, took a wrong turn. There's nothing like turning a 100-mile race into a 106-mile race. Uh, that's a gut check. So at, at mile 49, I took a wrong turn. That added about an hour to my race. Uh, so I paid for not following the directions. Uh, don't do the same. If there's a question as to what, uh, what way to go, stop. Pull the map out, search out the answer from God's word, and seek counsel from older Christians. Um, I rushed. All I had to do was look at the card with the directions on it or wait a few minutes until the guy I passed earlier reached me. Instead, I was so excited, uh, I was on track to finish in under 24 hours that I made an error that cost me uh, a top 10 spot, and the guy I passed wound up coming in fifth. So uh, there are two paths to take as a Christian. Uh, but only right, oh, one right one. We still have free will and can choose to go the wrong way. We have the ability to see, unlike the lost, who walk in darkness. 
we must stay on the path of life and continue in the path of the righteous. Um, Proverbs 4, 14 through 15. Let's go there. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 14 through 15 says, Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. So we read uh, Proverbs 4, uh, 18 through 19 also. Proverbs 4, 18 through 19, But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. So there's no excuse for taking the wrong path. We have the Holy Spirit within, and God has promised to guide us. Uh, we all know Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy paths. Uh, it's a wonderful promise. Um, in Proverbs twelve twenty-eight, look at that one also. Proverbs twelve twenty twenty-eight. Uh, in the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. Okay, so now we have our headlamp on full blast. Uh, we are definitely on the right trail. Everything should be smooth sailing from here on in, right? Well, not so fast. Remember all the elevation gain and loss, the rocks, roots, the leaves that hide them, snow, ice, mud, uh, water crossings, uh, blisters, black toenails, bugs, and bears. Uh, they're all still factors, even when you're on the right path. Uh, Death, disease, divorce, depression, doubts, fears, financial troubles, family troubles, uh, the sinful flesh, and we can name many more. Each one is like a rock to trip over if you're not placing your feet with intention and care. Um, Lydia's uh, husband, Cody, asked me one time, you know, what do you think about uh, all that time, all those hours you're running out there? And uh, it's a good question. Because I don't listen, I don't have headphones, I don't listen to music. Um, I said that I pray. I think about and thank God for every step that I'm able to take um, and concentrate on not falling on my face. Um, so you can only uh, focus on 10% of your field of view, in case you didn't know that. Um, so when something other than the trail catches your eye, a fall is inevitable. The, uh, the Lord's Word can help you avoid every loose rock and hidden root if you pay attention. And when you inevitably become distracted, uh, He'll be there to help you recover when you fall. Now in these races, uh, there are things called water crossings. Um, this can be as big as a river that gets your entire body wet, um, or as uh, you know, small as a uh, small creek or small river that's just up to your knees. 
these obstacles, um, it's, just poor, it's just part of the course. Uh, you must grow, go through it and just deal with the wet feet. Some of those things um, I listed, uh, they're the same. They can't be avoided. The question is, will they make you, make you quit? When that water crossing or huge climb is the next obstacle, uh, will you trust God that he's in control and that he loves you? Um, everyone, everyone must get their feet wet at some point in their lives. Everyone has or will have a trial to overcome. Uh, and honestly, uh, life may get harder even once you get through it. Um, having wet shoes can be miserable and wreck your feet. But even if that is your situation, if you keep our goal in mind, it will help you keep the right perspective and help you push to the end. For a Christian, the pain truly is only temporary. Um, thankfully, uh, as hard as some of the obstacles may be, uh, the running is simple. right? Just one foot in front of the other over and over. Um, we get through this Christian life in much the same way. We walk by faith. So those steps are actions of reading and prayer, one and then the other, over and over. Uh, 1,600 miles is about 3.2 million steps. Um, sometimes during a race, when your legs are killing you, uh, or you're having GI issues, like I'm having now, uh, <laughs> looking uh, too far, so if you look too far down the trail, um, you can get really discouraged. Uh, like at mile 50, wow, I have 50 more miles to go. In those instances, it's, a good, it's good practice to only look a few feet ahead and celebrate each step forward. Each step gets you that much closer to the finish line. Um, when you're low, keep putting that one foot in front of the other. Pray, read, pray, read. Just get the next step in. Don't think of how far you have left. Just focus on the next step. Uh, Matthew 6.34 um, So Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Just get that next step in. Um, so the last point would be uh, provisions. Our last point, um, so I'm reading the teleprompter. Um, provisions are food, uh, calories, electrolytes, uh, sustenance to allow you to sustain the effort. So proper nutrition during a race of 50 or 100 miles is necessary to get right. Uh, and it's just as important for our walk as Christians. I almost didn't finish uh, the first 50-mile race I ever ran only because I failed to get enough calories in. Um, the runner's term for this is bonking. Uh, so as my head was spinning and I could barely make it down the trail, I spotted a bright yellow water bottle that contained an electro uh, electrolyte drink uh, lying on the ground. So I grabbed it, and once I consumed, uh, consumed it, my focus immediately snapped back. Um, it was like when John, uh, Jonathan took some of that honeycomb and his eyes were enlightened. Uh, so I also splashed liquid in my face, uh, which helped wake me up because uh, it, it stung like crazy, because it's basically salt water, uh, and that's what you get for taking somebody's water that wasn't yours. <laughs> Oops. My stupor, I didn't realize that wasn't for me. So um, you, must, uh, you must eat throughout the entire race. Uh, you can't just eat one big meal on Sunday and make it. Uh, I consumed 
over uh, 9,000 calories in that 23-hour period. Um, Job 23.12 says, uh, Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Uh, can I say I'd skip breakfast if I only had time for one uh, or the other? Uh, Job, Job would have. And um, Matthew 4.4, 4, we all know this one. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We are told to pray without ceasing and meditate in God's word day and night. Uh, running a long race has a lot of logistics involved. You have to figure out how much you're going to sweat, so how much liquid you're going to need to consume, and, cal- and how many calories to take in according to your projected effort. Um, so I figured on, for my race, I, I figured on consuming 400 calories an hour. And uh, you don't want to do, you can't eat all that in one shot, obviously. Um, it's better to consume it a little at a time. So it's 100 calories an hour. Um, so there's no, yeah, there's no way I could eat all that in one shot. Um, you might be able to survive off it, but you're not going to be successful. Uh, we're supposed to pray without ceasing and meditate on his word day and night. Uh, read every day. Uh, the Lord wants to walk with us every, uh, every step. Um, Joshua 1.8 says... Uh, you could turn there. Joshua one eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Uh, we should be consuming God's word and praying and reading and meditating, you know, every second, every day, every step. Uh, that sustenance is going to keep us going and allow us to be successful and reach that goal. Um, of uh, reaching the end as a good and faithful servant. Um, so, in closing, I'd like to point out that uh, I'm not holding a cool trophy of a bear. Uh, that's because I didn't finish. Um, I didn't run the seventh and final race, and to my surprise, I was actually in second place. Uh, for this whole series, so I had a chance to win, um, but I didn't make it. Uh, will you let the cares of this uh, life rob you of finish, uh, finishing your race and uh, reaching reaching your goal? Um, I hope not. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of taking the next step and just keep doing it, no matter how hard it gets. Uh, and uh, thank God the Lord will be with us every step of the way. He promises that. Amen. And, uh, hope that was an encouragement. Amen. And uh, if you're wa- watching this and you're not saved, uh, I implore you to do so. Find somebody, find the information on our website. Uh, it's the best thing I ever did. 
Um, and I, and that's all I got. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you.